0: Hello and welcome to another installment of CSO Executive Sessions Australia. I'm Ed Kennedy, the editor of CSO Australia, and I'm very pleased to be joined today by Liron Zinatulin, CISO at Linkley Liron, welcome. Thank you, Ed, glad to be here. To start, can you tell us a little about your role?
1: I lead an information security team at linkley with quite a broad Remit, we cover all aspects of product security, resilience, DevSecOps, risk governance and compliance, and data protection. Linkly is a payments technology company, so there is a lot of innovation. It's a very dynamic environment, and I'm surrounded by a lot of driven and dedicated people who I learn every day from, and it's it's extremely rewarding.
0: What can you share with us about Linkley's current cybersecurity goals?
1: My main objective is to support the overall Linkly's business strategy. I'm very lucky to be reporting directly to the chief executive officer and also be a member of the executive leadership team. That goes to show that security really plays an integral role in our overall strategy and protecting our customers and our partners. So one of my biggest objectives is to build trust with our customers and partners and to delight them with frictionless and innovative experience. And the way we do it as a team is to deliver secure and resilient products. So my role is very much to enable that uh, business agility, and we do it in a number of ways, but to name a couple is we operate a number of security controls and we also provide oversight, advice and guidance to enable the business to make informed and timely risk management decisions.
0: In looking back at 2022 and a 12 months that had some of the most eventful occurrences in all of Australia's cybersecurity history, what are your thoughts on the year that was?
1: Uh, It's certainly been a a wake-up call. A lot of people were affected. And a lot of executives are asking, can this happen to us? It just goes to show that perfect security is simply not possible and we should anticipate cyber attacks. And as important as it is to invest in preventative and protective controls, it's equally important to build the detection response and recovery capability as well.
0: How do you see 2023 shaping up for cybersecurity?
1: Well, as I, as I said, uh, our job is not getting any easier for the bad guys. It's all about finding that weakest link, but for us on the defense, we need to deal with the entire attack surface so the job is, is disproportionately harder the, the, it highlights the importance of focusing on very fundamental but nonetheless difficult challenges to solve in cybersecurity, like identity and access management vulnerability management uh, patching supply chain security uh, these problems are increasingly complex and they require a lot of collaboration with different parts of the organization. The other important aspect of it is incident response. The, As I said, attacks now should be anticipated and you don't want to be in the middle of the incident trying to figure out who to contact and who is doing what. It's, a, it's a very important for us to dust off these incident response plans and make sure that we practice them and engage the whole organization after the board? Can they handle the crisis? Do we need to engage legal and communications teams? It's a very collaborative exercise at the end of the day and practice is very, very important. The other aspect of it is how we treat sensitive data and particularly personal data. I hear many organizations collect the information just in case or hold on to it for longer than they really need to and while data can be certainly an enabler it also can be a liability so it's a good opportunity to review these practices and and have a, a perhaps a Even a different mental model when dealing with sensitive information like that. So what what helps me to sometimes think about it as a almost toxic waste. It can be handled, but with extreme care. And we as information security professionals have a, a role to play in protecting that information across the whole life cycle.
0: It's appreciated that you have an enduring interest in leadership within the cybersecurity sphere. To your mind, what qualities are essential for good cybersecurity leadership? For me personally,
1: empathy is one of the most important qualities. It's the ability to listen and understand to the people in our organizations and help them do their job more securely. It's also listening to our customers and safeguarding the data that they entrust us with. And it's also listening to our teams as well, being able to set a clear direction for our teams, but also empower them and trust them to deliver on the outcomes. For me, values are are quite key. So ethics and integrity in particular are quite important. So it's not only about the end goal, but it's also how we get there.
0: While I'm not asking you to share anything you can't, what mistakes do you think are made generally when it comes to leadership? What are things people perhaps misunderstand or don't appreciate fully?
1: Uh, In terms of mistakes, I think mistakes are a natural part of learning. I certainly made a lot of mistakes in the past and I'm sure I will make many more. I think experimenting with different styles and engaging in learning experiments that sometimes can end up in failure is a good thing Um, for me personally i come from a technical background and i in the past tried to solve every problem through technology so when almost when you have a a hammer everything around you begins to look like a nail Uh, so i implemented a lot of technology tools and solutions that perhaps didn't deliver uh, the risk reduction that i expected and stifled the business quite significantly the that really affected the perception of the security team as a, as a department that really slows everything down and and i think it's important to keep a bigger picture in mind the security is there to support the business to enable it to help launch new digital Products securely, and I think keeping that bigger picture in mind is very important.
0: It's no secret the Australian cybersecurity industry has seen a lot of professionals switching roles more frequently than in time gone by. There's undoubtedly both pros and cons to this, but it seems clear one challenge in this regard is the capacity to build culture. So, what ways can an organization look to more effectively integrate a new employee into their midst and also help retain and enhance the engagement of long-standing staff? One of the definitions of culture
1: that I quite like is what people do when no one is looking, and it's, a, it's an extremely hard problem to solve. One of the theories that has some relevance and has some insight is the broken windows theory. It comes from criminology and what it states if a a broken window in a neighborhood left unattended and not fixed for a long period of time that normally leads to more windows being broken and because it signals to the community that there is lack of care. And that theory has been successfully applied to prevent crime in the '90s in New York City, where the local police chief was cleaning up graffiti from metro trains, in and, and that has been linked to significant crime reduction, because that signaled to the community yet again that people do care, and stop smaller crimes from escalating into bigger ones. And it that theory has direct application to security. Uh, that's why it's, it's important to signal to our people that we do care about security and show some empathy and support in building security practices that really uplift the security posture.
0: In addition to being a cybersecurity professional, you're, you're also, of course, an author. Now, there are many in cybersecurity who come to writing later in their career Uh, and others who've been writers essentially all their lives. How about you? Did one come before the other or have you been doing both of them for the same amount of time? Thank you for mentioning, Ed.
1: I wrote the book while also working full-time, so I'm not going to lie, it was a very, very hard job, but it was also a very rewarding experience. Um, Passionate about sharing my knowledge and being able to publish a book really allowed me to do it on a larger scale and since then I received many messages uh, from people who the book helped and I find this experience uh, very rewarding and I definitely recommend uh, people to give it a go. I, you don't have to necessarily do it alone. You can buddy up with other people who can be your co-authors and you don't have to be do it in or single go either some people write blogs and do it over an extended period of time and then they could perhaps transform it into a chapter or a section or a whole book in the end with some edits and that allows you to get feedback from the community as you go along so the experience is, is definitely satisfying and that's something I If if that's the itch you on a scratch, I 100% recommend.
0: Appreciative of the learnings contained in your book, The Psychology of Information Security. Can you reflect a little now on what you learned about your own approach to cybersecurity while writing the book?
1: Well, I wrote the book before ChatGPT was a thing, so modern authors have it easy. Uh, On a serious note, though, there's been a lot of rewriting um, and that Really helped me to structure my thoughts and articulate myself better, particularly with business audiences, because a lot of it is presenting technical concepts in a way that other people can understand and relate to, and using metaphors and analogies was quite useful. And that's something that I, I use very frequently still. In terms of the book itself, I in the process of writing it, I interviewed a number of security leaders, and that process has also been quite rewarding. I asked them what works for them, what improvements they would make, and building relationships with people is something that a lot of people don't consider when they're thinking about writing a book, but it actually can be a very social experience where you actively engage with the community and gather feedback on your work, but also interview people to then include in the book itself to make it more relevant and more useful for people.
0: What insights would you share specifically with cybersecurity professionals keen to learn more from another professional in their field?
1: I'd say it's communication. I can't overstate the importance of technical skills when it comes to cybersecurity, but I also believe communication is something that is often overlooked. We have a very important role to play when securing our organizations and protecting our customers. And focusing on effective communication is key for us to get the support that we need and be successful.
0: And with that last question, that brings us to the end of this conversation. Thank you to those in our audience. And Leron a special thanks to you for taking part in this chat. Thank you for having me, Ed. Just this has been a great conversation here, please keep an eye out for another installment soon of CSO Executive Sessions Australia.